to the first episode of Into the Deep. Amen. Into the Deep is a talk show where we bring the word to the world so others can understand who they are while uncovering just what they can do in their life. In the end, fulfilling God's divine purpose. The, the vision for this talk show is that we will see miracles, signs, and wonders throughout the lives and individuals that come across this show. I am Leander DJ Wilson, and I'm so happy you're tuning in to this episode. A little background is this episode is years of training years of preparation God gave God gave me this vision years ago and it's coming to fruition tonight amen, amen. amen. so with that if God has given you a vision and you do not see it at this very moment just wait on it. God's promised it. It's going to come to pass. Amen. And this talk show, we're going to have different guests with us. It won't just be me. We're going to have different guests speaking on what God has given them and what God is giving this world. So on tonight, we have none other than Mary C. Judge Royal. She is the senior pastor of Church of Promise Global Ministries here in Beaumont, Texas. She is a pastor. She is an intercessor. She is an apostle. She is a woman after God's own heart. And to those who know her, you know who she is. But for those who don't, you are, get, you are going to get to know her and you are going to get to know how God moves through her in this segment. Amen. So if you can, help me welcome Apostle Mary Wario. Good evening. God bless. Is your mic on? Yes, it is. Okay. I don't know if you can. Gotcha. Yeah, turn it up. It's on. Praise God. All right. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. Just a little bit more volume, I guess. Praise God. Yeah. That's good. Praise God. I'm going to hold right. it if that's all right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, before we get into what God has for us. We're going to break the ice with a cup, with an icebreaker. The first, the first question we have is, what is your favorite thing you have bought this year? Pastor Mary, what is, the what is your favorite thing you bought this year? It says, oh, mic is muted. Is it muted? Okay, okay. Well, first of all, I want to thank God for this great opportunity. And I know three years ago, he, uh, Pastor Leander Johnson had this vision. And it's amazing to be honored to be the first one that he's even allowed to, to be a part and to interview uh, into the deep. Amen. Unlimited impact. 
Well, God had given me in 2023 that we're to rebuild, right, and to expand. And, I, and I'm thinking, you know, that's for the community, not just the church, not just our church, but to rebuild and impact. And this is a prime example of building something and impacting the community by the having a vision, like you said earlier, that God gives you a vision and not to give up on get give up on the vision. So to go into the deep, that means we have to we have to go uh, swim deeper. We have to take off the the, the restraints. We have to be able to not be afraid to 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 have faith and, and move in, in that level of vision because when you're going into something deep, you're going into a deep, it's unknown. It's something that is unknown. You you're not familiar with it. Sometimes it's dark, but then when you get to that certain place, then that bring God brings forth that light. So I'm really excited about it and I'm excited about what God is doing with our, our church and our community and you said what God is doing with us. Also, we are getting ready to go to Nairobi, Kenya for a mission trip with Glory International Harvest Church and uh, some other uh, pastors. So in April, we're looking forward to that. And, and we've been doing some other things. All right. The next question is, what is your dream vacation? Ooh, well, I'm going to Jerusalem and Israel in uh, uh, Greece, excuse me, Greece and Jerusalem in July. And I've always wanted to go to Israel. Some people have said, I've been two or three times or whatever. Well, I've never gone. I travel, I do a lot of other things, but this is a desire for me to go into a, to the Holy Land. Uh, I've, I've just been waiting all my life for that experience. So that is, I'm getting that answered. That is a vision that God has given me, a desire that God has given me. And so therefore this July, with uh, Joshua Giles' ministry, I'll have that opportunity. And the, the last question is, if you had 15 minutes to spend $10,000, what would you buy? I don't need 15 minutes. I've always had a desire to open up a home for women that have been battered, women that have been, uh, uh, that have been abused. Uh, to see uh, a building, to see women that even if they're not if they're not ready to go back home, mm -hmm. and they have a, I mean they're not ready to leave that that abusive situation, they uh give them a place to at least come to a refuge, to a place of refuge. I was that woman, and God uh, the abuse was going, but I would go to the Nature's River or I'd go to uh to get some coffee or I'll go to the the downtown uh, city of Beaumont, I find a park, uh, Compass Park, um, just to find a place of refuge. Because you, most times when you're battered, uh, you don't want to get family members involved because you don't want your family members to, to end up hurting someone or someone hurting them and their blood be on them. So my desire is to give them a safe place, even if it's a temporary place, even if it's a temporary place for them just to think, just to get themselves to have, uh, to have food for them, to have a nice bed if they want to stay over, uh, to make sure they have coffee and, and drinks and just snacks, something to just sit down, not to even get into the to the depth of their bi bi business if they're not ready, but to give them a place of refuge, a place of peace. So that is my desire, and I can't wait to see it come to pass. <laughs> All right. Amen. All right. Now we're going to do... They call it this or that, but this segment on this show is called Hot or Cold. All right. So what the, the way this is going to go, I'm going to give you 
two choices, and you have to pick one. You can't pick both. You can't be lukewarm. You got to be hot or cold, all right? All right. The first one is boots or sneakers. Mm. I've always, I'm, okay, I have to pick one. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Okay, let's go with sneakers. All right, sneakers, yeah. okay. See, the reason I picked this one is because my daughter, right? She loves boots. She'll pick boots over sneakers, but <laughs> all right. The next one is cash or card? I would prefer cash. <laughs> no interest rates. <laughs> Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. All right. iPad or laptop? iPad. And the last one is church online or church in person? Church in person. <laughs> All right. That is our icebreakers. That is hot or cold. All right. Next, we're going to do a little surface talk because this show isn't just to hear what, to get to know the guest host, but it's also to unite with the community and get to, to know what the community is doing. So many people have know about that the teacher started since 2020. And since 2020, many more teachers have been leaving. So the education system has been looking for a way to retain teachers, looking for a way to get teachers. Uh, on social media, you have, saw, you have seen jokes about how they're letting anyone become teachers. Yeah. But Southeast Texas have came up with a way and they said, okay, they want to get teachers who, like, who want to teach kids, who have a heart for kids, and who want to get into the classroom, but don't have the time to go back for an education degree. So what they have come with is if you have a bachelor's degree, you can go and speak with your administration department mm -hmm. and they can get you into a classroom and you'll it'll be a internship but a paid internship. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to if you have a passion for kids, if you're looking to work with kids in in the in the education industry, you can and you have a bachelor's degree, uh, that's 120 credits. That is a way go to your local administration building and get in contact with their representative and they can help you out. And and if you have been looking to get in looking to get in connection with kids and working with kids and you don't have a degree, well, <laughs> this is one way you can do it, right? Yeah. Get plugged in with your local youth ministry. Wow. Right? Yeah. Get not only is the school district lacking in kid in teachers for kids, so is the church. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So get get plugged in with your local youth yeah. ministry because it if you get plugged in with your local youth ministry, if you get plugged in with your church, right. it can it can help you grow. Right. Like I said, you connect with the church, you connect with the community, God will help you grow. Amen. Right. Amen. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Man. Another thing we've been seeing on social media in the education mm -hmm. is revival breaking out on different campuses. Right. 
Um, many people don't understand what revival is. Many people don't understand what's happening. And this, what God showed me is that he is, get, he is awakening some things in our community. Yeah. He's awakening some things in our hearts. Right. And, he's get, and he's setting fire and he's taking root in some places that, what, that he wasn't supposed to be in. But guess what God says? If you're with me, if you take me with you, right. I'm going to awaken some things in your life. Like this talk show, right. he awakened this vision right. in my life. Yeah. And it's going to it's going to make an impact. It's going to be it's going to be inspirational. Right. I want to say something about the uh revival. Mm -hmm. Um it, it it uh in the in the university it started in the uh the church was just having a service and the young people just uh wasn't about fame. It wasn't about the, I heard the pastor say, uh, or the dean say, it wasn't even about uh, trying to create an atmosphere to be famous. They were there just worshiping God, and it went from. Uh, in, uh, uh, it was one day. Yeah, one day, and then it was uh, the 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 sound, uh, the musicians, the praise team leaders. They were not professionals; they were just worshipers, and it went from that to to. Uh, people coming in and they sharing with friends and friends found out and family members found out, you know, but I, I was, uh, I know I don't want to move ahead, but I believe what, what revival to me, to me is what I saw when I looked at it. It was like about a hundred years, a hundred years since they've had revival. And uh, uh, what I saw when I looked at it was how God's peace how God's glory, how God's uh, 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 presence was so powerful when they would hug and, and hold hands and, and pray for one another. Uh, what was happening in 2018, 2019, 2021, uh, 2020, 2021, is that the church got to a place that they couldn't touch, right? And that's where the power of unity is. And when you want things to happen in the spirit room, you've got to be able to agree with somebody. Mm -hmm. And so when the, when the pandemic came, it hindered unity. It hindered hindered a oneness. And 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 the, the, that's a tool that the enemy uses. He uses uh, circles of uh, and they 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 pray in unity in circles. They they summons people in circles. So the very thing that he counterfeited with God counterfeited with God, opposite of what God, he used it to destroy people, but but the enemy also wanted to stop the power of God and, and the church and the schools from coming together in oneness. And the it's just like the unity ring. I mean, not mine, but I'm not married, but the unity ring, right? It means it's, it's a eternity. It's eternal. And so that's exactly what happens with the church. It, it, when you come together, we used to come, well, we are now, but we used to come together before the pandemic in circles, holding hands, uh, and praying together in oneness. And, and so it, was, it would bring deliverance, it would bring healing, it would bring miracles, uh, signs and wonders would happen, people would be encouraged and build up. And I see that happening today, that God, when I was thinking about the uh, revival for a little bit, I was thinking about it, God is a God of oneness. God is a God of, of unity. The shaking, the hurricanes, the earthquakes, the mudslides, uh, 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 the, the trenches being 
deep, uh, in, in these streets. I mean, just big old deep holes and, and the shaking and, and the, uh, the snowstorms, the unusual snowstorms, 15 feet, uh, you know, of storms and, and storms, uh, ice storms and blizzards after blizzards after blizzards. The earth is groaning. Mm -hmm. It's groaning. For the, for the coming of the Lord is groaning for the people, for the church to be birthed out again, you know? And so that's what I believe that God is doing with the, and he, he said president with that revival. They didn't, they was not practiced. It was not put together. It was not thought about. It was God. And I see that happening. And you know, you said something early, earlier, Pastor. You said that uh, about the, the, the schools, and you talked about a little bit about the, the youth, you know, and about people not, you know, would I like the church on the hot and cold? Would I choose the church over the internet? Stop me if you, you know, when my time's up, the church over the, the, uh, or the internet. No, I, don't, I know that people say, and, and uh, this is a time. This is a time for internet. This is time for technology. This is time for, for people to be online. No, no, it's not time. Because the commandment says that we're not to forsake one another. We're to come and into the church. And the reason is, is because God wants to, and he wants, he knows the power of, of coming together, the fellowship of coming together to, to encourage one another, to build up one another in the most holy faith. I believe that we need to come back to church. And not only that, he said, there's healing in the house. You know, when you come to church and to the sanctuary, there is healing in the sanctuary. Not that it can't happen online. I've seen it happen. I've seen people get delivered. But the ultimate part is when we come together, in, come together in the house of the Lord. This is where he says, do not forsake the assembly. Yeah. See, that, see, God, when... God gave me the hot and cold, mm -hmm. and he gave me the different options. He said, okay, this is going to create some conversation mm -hmm. when you do the church online or church in person, right. and then bring it to revival. Yeah. You see, revival, what most people don't understand about revival, mm -hmm. it wasn't about what happened in the place. It was... That was just evidence of what happened in their oh, private wow. time. Yes. You, you see, yes, yes, yes. Revival yeah. is Woo, revival yeah. starts with Ooh. the individual. It yes. starts with their private time with God. God awakens something yes. in somebody, and then when they connected with someone else, yes. God says, "You know what? Since you connected with them, yes. I'm gonna show up." Yes. And then when they connected with somebody else, he said, since y'all connected, I'm going to show Ooh. up again. And then he kept yeah. saying, I'm going to show up again. Yeah. And then when it became so big, he said, all right, since I showed up, watch this. Yeah. I'm going to show out. Yeah. But you know what? And thank God for revelation because the Holy, when I was watching it, Pastor, I mm -hmm. said, I saw, I heard the Lord say, you remember, this is what he said when I was watching it. You remember, they said the, that was the generation that was the, the X generation. What they call it? The, the, uh, 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 the, the millenniums. Z. Huh? 
Generation Z. Generation of Z the, and the millenniums mm -hmm. that they were going to be lost. But that devil was lying because that generation got so hungry that they began mm -hmm. to seek the Lord. And that's how deceptive the enemy is. He had everybody say, oh, that's a generation that was lost. No, that generation wasn't a lot. That generation has not been lost. But that generation got so hungry to where our generation was losing our children by not imparting to them. So God himself had to show up in a hungry child in the bellies and the wombs of these children and begin to call here the choir like you said it's in your intimate time mm -hmm. you can't come to church and come to church and say oh this uh, i gotta i gotta press my way up you help people press their way but if, if you already have a relationship with god you don't have to press your way you don't and you know i told i was on our prayer line and i was like oh my god i have to do this into the deep with pastor meander and i had so many things going on i gotta find some time to, to come before god and seek mm -hmm. the lord and I, I opened my mouth and i said and i got scripture now but i opened my mouth and i heard my the lord out of my mouth the lord say you already equipped you already equipped because it's already i i we when we live a lifestyle of worship when we live, uh, live a lifestyle of worship, then the Spirit of God, it's easy for the Spirit of God to stir up in our souls and be released throughout our life the way we live. Mm -hmm. So that's what's happening to those kids. They've gotten hungry. It was in their crying out time, intimate time for God, and, and, and just seeking the, Lord, seeking the Lord for help. And God came to rescue them, their families, and their friends, and this nation. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. All right. Thank you, Jesus. That was surface talk. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. You see, God said, "You know what? We we some people are on the surface." You see, I'm in the Navy, and what what we have to do in boot camp is we have to jump into the water and swim from end to end and pass two other tests to be able to be say we pass boot camp and if you don't pass a certain test it's not like oh you don't pass you don't join the military it's okay this is what you, this is what we're going to do you don't you didn't pass this portion we're going to work with you here and then when you're done here, you can go test out here and then go to the next, go on to the next. And if you don't pass that, we're going to work with where you are now until you're ready to move on. So about surface talk, we we, we starting where you are now. It's not about, oh, she's an apostle, so she's going to come with the word. She's going to come straight and with Hebrew and Greek and all these different things. But but first, we got to start on the surface. Yeah. We have yeah. to understand where we're going right. in order to know where to go. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Wow. So that that that's a segue in, into our next <laughs> topic, our next segment, which is taking the dive. Taking the dive. Taking the dive is... <laughs> is where our guest host, Apostle Mary Royal, will come and let you know what God has on her heart. 
And this taking the dive is about love. It's about God's love. Amen. Uh, Amen. Amen. I I was thinking about that and uh, uh, yeah, I want to share a little bit about taking a dive. We talked about revival. Uh, talked about what we like. I like tennis shoes because I like the bling. <laughs> you right? So I buy bling t- tennis shoes, right? But but when we take and I like boots too. Uh, but I, when we're talking about uh, taking a going into the deep, taking a dive into deep waters, we talked about being revived. But I do believe that being revived, you have to have the love of God. And the love of God is what brought those people together. Mm-hmm. That's what brought the country and the nation, and even China and different countries that were uh, that were uh, that had been hindered from worship. And Russia, Ukraine, they had people from Russia and Ukraine that came. You know, uh, you know, enemies coming together. Well, they weren't enemies, but the the, the spirit behind it. But God gave me John three sixteen. And you may say, well, I know John 3.16. I know we, we talked about John 3.16. I grew up in Sunday school with John 3.16. But this is what the Lord said to me. For God so loved the world, the church, but he said references the church and the world need to be reminded of God's love. When I read that, he said, I do. I love the world. He said, but the church, my church, need to be reminded of my love. He said that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Again, the church, he said, again, the church and the world should be reminded that this is not the end. The church is, is church of God is living a life on this earth as if we have no hope. And the revival is bringing forth hope. The revival is bringing forth hope to people. But you say, well, that denomination, that's a different denomination than I am. Well, let me tell you something. You need to go into the deep. You need to bring yourself into deep water. You need to get so deep into this to where you get out of your religion, get out of your situation, get out of your, your denomination, and die deep because the church is hungry right now. He's the church is groaning. The churches, people of intercedes, intercessors are crying out. The people of God, there are people of God that are crying out. But he said the church is acting like it lost its hope. And he also said to tell them, he said, you you know, he said we we he came to seek and to save that which was lost. But at this point, the body of Christ, church, the church is who he's after. Mm-hmm. He wants the world saved, but he sees his children that are lost and he hears the cries of the intercessors saying, God save my family member. God save my son. God save my daughter. God save my sister. And God is hearing that moaning. God is hearing that groaning. God is hearing that intercession. And these are church, these are people of the, of the, of the kingdom of God mm-hmm. that have lost their way. So he said, and in John 3.16 in the message Bible, he said, this is how we've come to understand and experience love. Christ sacrificed his love for us. This is why we are to live sacrificially for our, follow, uh, our fellow believers and not just be out of our, for ourselves. 
the church, he said, the church has, I believe, is what the Lord was speaking to me. I believe that God placed us, us as a gift to the church and the world. I believe we have become so selfish. And that's what the Lord is saying. What's wrong with y'all? Wake up, children. Wake up, Zion. Wake up, daughter of Zion. Wake up, sons of God. I, I, I am still pouring out my flesh upon my sons and my daughters. They will prophesy. They will dream dreams. This is a dream being fulfilled right now. This is a dream being fulfilled. I will. I will give dreams and visions. They will speak. They will speak the word. Prophecy means to speak the word of God. And I don't understand how people say, you, God don't prophesy. He don't use prophets anymore. It means to speak the word of God. That's all it means. And yet we get so lost in it. We get lost in it and we take God's gift and we want to use God's gifts for fame and fortune. For fame and fortune. And people are now making sacrifices, Pastor. They're making sacrifices for darkness. Well, I need to do, I can do this because God called me to this and, and maybe God called me to the, to BT or, or the, 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 you know, all that's the demonic realm and, and God, maybe they'll never see a God and maybe, no, 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 no. If, if God called them to that, and I'm not saying he didn't, but if he did, then when your platform time come, when you get the time to get that mic in your hand, then you say, like I heard Yolanda Adams singing to them the other night, the other day, Sunday, when I put that song on, she was telling them, hey, you got to come to the throne. She took that opportunity for the kingdom of God. She said, when I'm not she said, I am not, when I'm, I'm not stressed. I'm not, in, she said, I'm not suffering. Why? Because I know where to go. I, and she said, and she went into intercession. Her whole posture began to change. She began to share the love of God. And she said, you need to come to the throne of God. And I saw people standing up. I saw people that were lost re responding to the spirit of God. So God said, wait a minute. I gave you a gift, church. I gave you the gift of love. Stop condemning people and walk in love. Romans 5 and 8 says, but God demonstrates, God demonstrates his own love for, for us in this, in this, while we were, while we acting like we still sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So that's not making sense to me. If you are born again believer, why are you still acting like you're a sinner? Why are you still acting like Jesus didn't die on the cross for you? Why are you acting like the kingdom of God that he's asking the kingdom of God is in you? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Why are we acting like we're dead Christians? Why are we acting like God has forgotten about us? My daddy ain't forgot about me. God has not forgotten about us. He's saying, no, you want to go into the deep? Then get rid of your stuff. Get on the in your posture of prayer again. Get into a position of worship. John, uh, he said, so, but God demonstrates this, his own love for us in this. I love it. He said, while we were still sinners, Christ died, Christ died for us. So we are born again believers. When do you, when do you even remember the, your birthday? When you accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, do you remember the, the moment, the place you were in when you made Jesus? Maybe you need to go back to your old journals, you know, and find out when you were saved. Find out when you you, you uh, gave your life to Jesus. Go back to your old journals and remember what God has done. Since you can't remember right now, because you said right now, Pastor, we're going to 
going to the deep. We're not going backwards. But some people have to go backwards because they don't forget where they went. So John 5, the translation, our Bible says, but Christ proved God's passionate love. Christ did. For us, by dying in our place, while we were still lost and ungodly, while we were still, were is the word, were, were, while we acted like we still dead, we, we, while we think, while we acted like we still dead, you know, God told me Sunday, hey, the joy, I need you to rejoice in the joy of your salvation, mm -hmm. the joy of revelation, and the joy of communion. So that means, hey, what's wrong with you, church? I said, it's time to celebrate. <laughs> My son died for you. Celebrate for your salvation. Celebrate for your redemption. Celebrate for your communion. Come and come, come fellowship with the church. Dive in the deep. Get out of that bed. Get out of that, on that couch. Get out of that kitchen. You did, you know, people talk, I got to cook supper. People used to cook supper on Saturday. I'm 60 years old. I'll be 61 this year. People used to cook supper on Saturdays for Sunday dinner, right? They did. So why are you making an excuse? Come on, Jesus died for you. He didn't die for you in the kitchen. He died for you for salvation. <laughs> he said so for you got to stop it now. You, I'm, I'm on the road mm -hmm. now. But through the blood of Jesus, he said, wait a minute. He said, and there is still much more to say of his unfailing love for mm -hmm. us. But through the blood of Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Through the blood of Jesus, we have heard the powerful declaration. You are now righteous in God's sight. You are now righteous in God's sight. That's some good news right there. You want to jump in? <laughs> well, as I was listening, and you, you asked, do you know your birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. spiritual birthday. Right. Your spiritual birthday. And I thought about it. I'm like, because mm. so I was, I remember when I was baptized, but I don't low the full right. date of when I got salvation. Right. I'm like, but I remember what happened. Yeah. But well, what happened? <laughs> so when I, when I said, Lord, I want you into my life. Yeah. There were people said I was too young yeah. to receive salvation. Mm. People say I was too young. Yeah. And the, my situation that went on. I was too young and the situation that was in, going on in my life, I couldn't do it right now. So I'm like, okay. But then my mama and some other of her friends, they talked with me about what salvation really was. Uh -huh. And that sometimes religion was stopped our growth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So, and that day I received salvation. It wasn't by, it wasn't by a pastor, but it was by believers who believed that God was the Savior, that Jesus Christ died for our sins. Yeah. He was, he was buried in the tomb and he resurrected, and he is sitting on the right hand of God, interceding for us. So, 
What God is saying today, you don't have to have the title. It's not about the title. It's not about the position. It's about your relationship with God. It's not about your age. It's not about your generation. It's not about how you grew up. It's about your relationship with God. You see, God loves you so much that he looks past all that. He says, you know what? I'm looking at you. I'm looking at, matter of fact, <laughs> let's make it personal. He's saying, I'm looking at yeah. Leander. I'm looking at whatever your name is. Yeah. He's making it personal. He wants a personal relationship yes. with you. Yes. Yes. That's, the, that's what God's love is about. Yes. It's not about, oh, yeah. Oh, I need I need you to do this. I need right. you to do this. I need you to worship me so I'm, I'm going to do this for you. It's about a personal relationship with him. Right. He, he didn't send his son to die for us yeah. just because it's something he can do is, is to flex his power. He did it because he loved us. He, right. And he didn't want to see us going down the way we was going. You know, uh, that... the. You know, to some, I could hear some people say, oh, that's elementary. It's not elementary at all. It's the foundation. When you, you go into the deep, you're going all the way to the deep. When they find the wrecked ship, wrecked, uh, uh, ships that are wrecked, they go to the deep. And when they go to the deep, they get hidden treasures. And that's what we're doing right now. We're going to the deep and God is saying to you and saying to us, hey, Mary, hey, Pastor Leander, hey, you are my, now my righteousness. You are in right standing with me. You're righteous in my sight. Why? Because when I see you, I see the blood. Mm -hmm. I see the blood. I see my blood because of my son shedding his blood for you. So he said, and because of that sacrifice of Jesus, you will never experience the wrath of God. So if while we were still enemies, God fully, his message, Robert, bless me. He said, God full tra uh, trans, uh, fully reconciled us to himself through the death of his son. Then something greater than friendship is ours. He said, now that we are at peace with God, mm -hmm. come on now, and because we share in his resurrection life, he said, how much more we will be rescued from sin's dominion. Now, wait a minute. Sin's dominion, we have dominion. Why is sin dominion taking dominion over us? Why is sin taking dominion over kingdom-minded people? You shouldn't be saying, I can't, I'm not sure I'm saved. You, I, I'm not sure uh, when I got saved. I'm not sure when I'm saved. Mm -hmm. not, not that I don't know I've been born again, but I'm not sure. I know what, what I'm saying is there's a, a, con a contradiction. Because if you saved and born again by Jesus Christ shedding his blood and resurrected his and been resurrected for us, why are we still with that mindset of comfort confusion where you don't know if you're still a daughter or son of God? That don't make sense to me because we're supposed to be kingdom-minded people. We once we were dead, once we were, thank you, Holy Ghost, once we were dead in sin, Christ mm. died for us once, once. So why are we still dying over and over? Lord, help me. Why are we still dying, Pastor Lee, over and over and over and over? When he say once you were dead in sin, and then Christ died for you. So when you accept Jesus Christ, when mm. you made Jesus Christ your personal Savior, and he came into your life, into your heart, into your soul, when you, that song say, make room for God, you know? When you make room, I'm going to let him talk. He about to blow up. I'm going to make, make room for God. 
Make room for him. So when you were talking, it brought me to my very first sermon. And when I was studying for this sermon, it was, it sounded, like you said, it sounded elementary, but it was foundation. Right. And now I saw, okay, that sermon's done and over with. That was my first sermon. <laughs> done. But you lived. what God is showing me that that first sermon was also the foundation of what he's bringing me. Mm. It's foundation of what he wants me to talk about. It's foundation right. of what he wants in this world because it was Genesis 1. Genesis 1, chapter 26, chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. Mm. And it's it's it tells us who we are. Mm. It tells us that we have the power. We have dominion. We have rulership. Yes. And God is expounding every, even the more, even to this day. And that Genesis sermon was 15, 15 2015, so, and today's 2023. So eight years ago, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was eight years ago, and God is still expounding on that very sermon. Yeah. Because he wants us to know that we have the power. We have it. Yes. Yes. So why is it that some of us feel like we are less than some of us are not don't have the power? It's because of sin. Yes. Pastor Mary said it that Jesus died to bring us from the sin dominion. Yes, yes. You see, we gave power to sin. We Ooh. gave power. Let's make it personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave power <laughs> to the alcohol. We gave power yes. to sleeping around. We gave yes. power to different men, different yes. women. We gave yes. them the power. Yes. But yes. God is saying, I am reconciling Ooh. you to your rightful place. Yes. yes. You have the power to overcome. You have the power to reign. You yes. have the power to rule. Wow. You are my creation you are you i created you to do what i what i called you to do yeah yeah, yeah. if he's called you to it he's gonna make sure you do it yeah yeah you know i was thinking about that is and, and i just got stuck right there uh uh this is john five mm -hmm. and it uh the uh I think it's probably now i'm probably like seven or something like that but it's when i read that scripture says now that we are at peace mm -hmm. I'm a, don't you just feel i mean i just stop right there i just feel god flood peace up in here now that we are at peace with god and because we share in his resurrection mm -hmm. his resurrection life this is what i want to reflect on how much more will be we be rescued how much more Will we be rescued from sin's dominion? He, what he said is, how, how, many, how many times you got to be rescued from sin's dominion? If your kingdom once dead, now I live mm -hmm. through Christ who died for me. So I don't have to keep dying. I don't have to keep letting sin take dominion. I have dominion over sin. I have rightful power and authority over sin. Because God gave it to me when I accepted Jesus Christ. So he says, what, what's wrong with you? Why you keep going on? How much more I got to do for you? I mean, I did. I gave my son. I mean, my only son. Mm -hmm. That's not a Bible. 
a story, like, you know, some people think, oh, you're just reading the Bible. No, it's somebody's life. It's, it's a real living son of God that took, uh, died and rose for us, and God has given us dominion over sin. And he said, and even more than that, we overflow with triumphant joy in our new relationship. There I go again, the joy of our salvation of living reconciled to God. What? Mm. And he said, all because of Jesus Christ. So there it is again. He said, you can have joy of salvation. You can be happy being saved. This lie that the devil got the church believing. I, I can't do what I want to do. No, you can't live in sin and be, have a whole certain time about you having a holy God living in you because mm. he ain't going to dwell in no unclean temple. So that's, you're right. I can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. That's fine. But don't keep saying I'm getting delivered over and over and over and you ain't delivered. I mean, that's a whole nother story in itself. But we want to go into the deep. We want to dig deep. I mean, swim deeper into the deep sea. And I, I watched this document. I've never been in the Navy or nothing like that or in the military, period. But I've been in, I've been on the front line. I've been in war, <laughs> but uh, but but when I look at Discovery Channel mm -hmm. and I look at these documentaries of people like the fish, I love to see that they go into deep waters. And when you look at the dominion we have, not just in this earth, mm -hmm. but in the sea, part of the earth, but in the sea, because there's demonic realms in the sea. I don't want to go deep into that, but we have dominion over that. And when you look into the deep sea of that ocean, you see so many beautiful uh, animals that God mm -hmm. has created. And we have dominion over that. We have dominion on this earth. We have dominion when, when, if, uh, uh, in our lives. We don't have to keep getting saved over and over and over. We don't have to keep doing that. Once we were dead, yet we live in Christ Jesus. So we have to change our, our mindset about that. You know, uh, 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 I failed. And you get delivered, and I fell again. You get delivered, I fell. How many times you gonna fall? Now I know what the scriptures say: a sinner falls, a saint falls forward. He can push himself up, but a sinner falls, falls backwards. He has nothing to embrace himself. Mm -hmm. But you ain't gotta keep falling because your flesh wants you to fall. You take dominion over that devil, and you say, flesh. I know you're an enemy against God, mm -hmm. but I need you to line up because <laughs> God loves me. God loves me. And God sent his son because of his love for me. And God has given me dominion because he loves me. And I'm no longer going to do that. I'm going to dive into the deep, into the sea, into the ocean of God. And let the rivers of his living water flow through me. Where life just, ooh, Lord, the life of God just, just constantly just flow through me. So John, 1 John 4, 19. 1 John 4, 19. And this is, I'm, I'm going to let him have it after this. Let him do whatever you want to do. He said, uh, not let him have it because it's his show, but <laughs> we love because people just do them run over and say, da, 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 da. no, stop. We love because God first loved us. The translation Bible says, our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Our love for others, there's no reason for us to be mean, bitter, ugly, controlling, and manipulative. Just walk in love. Because the love that we love, that God has given us, 
is for others. And we should be grateful because our response to the love God first demonstrated in us is to love his people. Yeah. Of his people. Yeah. So the the scripture foundation for this show is Matthew four nineteen, mm. and that is common told by when Jesus asked Peter. When Jesus told Peter to go out into the deep and they caught fish, more fishes than they ever did in their life. Mm. But what God revealed to me was that this was after Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and was tempted by the devil. Mm. You see. And many people believe that Matthew 4 and Jesus' time on the boat was his start into ministry. When what God revealed to me was that you may be going through some trials and some tribulations. You may be going through some tests in your life. It, it may seem hard. But he says, what I called you to do, what I have for you to do, is not up yet. You, you, you're not done with what I have for you to do. You see, it, when we talk about Jesus in the wilderness, we talk about how he fasted and how the devil tempted him and he overcame that. But what most people don't talk about was that the devil, the devil didn't come to Jesus at the beginning of this fast. It didn't come at the in the middle. It came at the end. And at the, at the end of his fasting, in his weakest moment, in, in the weakest moment, and he hasn't he had, he didn't eat anything, he didn't drink anything, and the devil came. Some of us maybe feel like we're in our weakest moment. Feel like, okay, I know God, you called me to do this. I know you called me to do that, but do you not see what I'm going through? Do you not see what the enemy is trying to throw at me? Yeah. And you call me to this? Mm. I don't see it. Mm. Mm. You see, the thing about the enemy, he do not want us to fulfill our purpose on this earth. He yeah. do not want to see the kingdom of God reign yeah. here on earth. Yeah. So he will do anything he can do mm. to stop you yes. from doing what God put in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he will try to discourage you. He will try to kill what's in you. But God is saying, although you're going through this test, although you're going through these trials, I am still with you. I've never left you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm still with you. Although you can't see it now, all you do, all you're seeing is what's in front of you. Trust and believe that I'm with you, and I promise that you're gonna fulfill your purpose. Yeah. yeah. You know, he gave them a purpose, Pastor and John, uh, uh, 
uh, Matthew 4, 19, mm -hmm. he gave them the disciples a purpose. And he said, as they were, uh, the 18 verses, as he was walking by the shore of the Lake Galilee, of mm -hmm. Lake Galilee, he said, Jesus noticed two fishermen who were brothers. One was nicknamed Kepha, later called Peter. Mm -hmm. And the other was Andrew and his brother, watching as they were casting their nets into the water. And then Jesus called out to them. Jesus called them. He called out to them and said, listen to what he said. He said, just what you're talking about. He said, come and follow me. Then he gave him a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I will transform you into men <laughs> who catch people for God. Mm -hmm. Now, watch as I say, he, he called him to, to catch fish, be fishers of men. But this translation in the translation Bible says, I will transform you. Oh, I got to go there. I will transform you mm -hmm. into the men who catch people for God. So before you can go catch somebody, <laughs> oh God, he want to transform you. They got these people out there. God said, I'm going out there. They ain't say God said, I'm going out. Some of them do. I'm out there. I'm going to win people to the Lord. And then they get beat up. They get beat down. Mm -hmm. they not, they've not been transformed. They've not walked in the, they've not had an encounter of love from God. They've not had allowed themselves to, to die to themselves. They've not sacrificed anything. They had to sacrifice some things with Jesus. Mm -hmm. They had to sacrifice family members and jobs and businesses and he said come on come on and follow me and they had a choice when he called them they could have said no I ain't leaving my wife I'm not leaving my children I'm not leaving my brother my son. I'm not leaving my city mm. but they he said come on and follow me and I will transform I will make you new that's what he said I'm gonna make you new I'm gonna transform your you ain't Thank you, Lord. You're not even going to think right. <laughs> You're not going to think like you used to think. You're not going to talk like you used to talk. You're not going to see like you used to see. You're not going to be able to discern anything like you used to discern it. You're going to know what's good and evil. You're not going to speak like you used to speak because you're going to talk about the goodness of God mm -hmm. in the land of the living. You're not going to hunger for anything. You're not going you're not going to have to worry about where you sleep, what you eat, what you're not going to have to do it. All you need to do is come. Come on. Come on people of God. Let me transform you says God. I, I want to transform you have and I want to give you back the dominion that you had. I want to I want to change your mindset. So you said purpose. This is a purpose. Mm -hmm. God has a purpose for us, but we can't get through the purpose he has for us until we allow him to transform our lives. That means you got to die to yourself. Mm. You got to die daily. Paul said, I beat my flesh up every day <laughs> in subjection to the things of God. You know, so he said, come on. He said, and what this, and I'm going to, and then he said, immediately, wait a minute. Oh, oh, I want God to do this. I heard you say they pray for God to do this and that. Mm -hmm. I want God to do this for me. Oh, I want God to, to save my children. And I want God to give me a house. And I want God, I want you to give me a car. God, I want you to give me a job. But that's what he, he said. But can I transform you first? Because if I don't transform you first, if I do all this for you and I desire to, you're not going to be able to handle it because your mind ain't right. <laughs> So he said, immediately, Pastor Leander, he said, immediately they dropped their 
nets mm. and left everything behind. They left their businesses and followed Jesus. They followed Jesus. They left everything behind. Family members, whatever. And one of them asked him, he said, I want to go back. He said, what you want to go back to? <laughs> Let the dead bury the dead. I mean, don't worry about your mama. And you say, I got them. I'm God. I'm God, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. And so many people are afraid to, to step out into the deep. They, they're afraid to, to drop their nets. They're afraid to get back into the boat. 21, leaving there, Jesus found three other men sitting in a boat. Mending, now look, with God, you ain't got to mend no boat. God will give you a brand new boat. My <laughs> fell. God will give you a brand new boat. But they were mending their nets. He'll give you a brand new net. He said, but two were brothers, Jacob and John, and they were with their father Zebedee. Jesus called Jacob and John to his side and said to them, come on. They was with their daddy. Come on and follow me. And at once, oh my God, what's wrong with the church? At once they left their boat and their father and began to follow Jesus. Now listen, this is the word of God. Somebody God is talking to saying, hey, you got to quit worrying about all your father, your mother, your sister and brothers, and come on with me because I got a plan and a purpose for your life. Go ahead on. This your, this, this your day. <laughs> Woo, come on. You said something and you, you said transformation. Transformation, yes. You see, when we was in sin, we conformed to sin. So we started thinking like sin we, we started thinking that way but when we get saved we go through the transformation of getting that removed getting that out of us yeah. Maverick City said it refined me Ooh. set a fire in me you Ooh, see the thing about a fire the thing about fire this fire it, it consumes everything um la last week um when uh, i was getting some things installed at the church the technician told me something about the building yeah. that uh if the building caught on fire the framework wouldn't burn up <laughs> so everything around the framework would be gone but the framework would still be there so what God does to us, he says, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a new framework. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then we're going to build around the framework to, to fit, to, to go and do your purpose. Mm -hmm. For instance, the building, the church building, it looks like a storage facility. It looks like a storage facility and... <laughs> But what God says, okay, that's what it looks like. Uh -huh. But when, but when you go deeper, when you go inside, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. something about it. Yeah, He says, when people try to come against you, mm. your framework's gonna be gonna protect you. Mm. For instance, the three brothers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. I forgot their Hebrew names, but their slave names was. 
Oh wait, I forgot their slave names. Ooh. Jacob, John, who are you talking about? Um, the three brothers in the fire. Oh, Shadrach, Meshach. There we go. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. The three brothers, the king threw them in a furnace fire, right? Yeah. And the fire was supposed to burn them up, but right. their framework was in Christ. So they didn't burn up. <laughs> you see, the, the guards that was by the door, they wasn't even in the fire. They were by the door, yes. and they burnt up. Yes, yes. Yes. So when the three brothers came out of the fire, yes. if, when you when you smell fire, you smell fire. It smells burning. It, there's an odor to fire. There's an odor to burnt ashes. Yes. But when they came out of the fire, they didn't smell burnt. They didn't smell like ash. No. They didn't smell like death. They, they smelled new. Yes. So we have to go through the transformation process through Christ Jesus to come out new. You see, God is burning up some things in us. He's burning up some attractions. He's burning up some things that would get us on the wrong path. Yes. You're probably saying, you know what? Every time I try to get closer to God, I fall. But God says, continue to look to me and I will transform you. When even if you look at it, even if it tries to interact with you, it won't make you trip. It won't make you fall. Just stay with me and let me transform you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to share with some of you. Said, oh, well, some of you uh, have an idea what transformation is, and some of you said, well, what is transformation? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I love when people say that. I'm glad you asked. Transformation is a dramatic change mm -hmm. in form or appearance. Remember they said, I'm going to transform you mm -hmm. and make you a different, you're going to be, when he said, transform you, he said, into men who catch people for God. So I'm going to make you new. So I, it says, uh, a transformation is a dramatic change in form or appearance. An important event like getting your driver's license or getting, going to college or getting married or cause a transformation in life. But this is what, uh, it's a, a transformation is extreme mm -hmm. and it's a radical change, but it's a, a dramatic change in form or appearance. And I read something real quick. It says um, it was a, it was it was an immediate change. It, it didn't take long when they surrendered. It didn't take long for the change to come. Uh, when when they yielded their lives to God, a, a dramatic change in form or appearance. Uh, uh, it means to make an alteration, mm. make a modification, a conversion. So it says uh, a, a spontaneous change. So when God told them immediate, I will I will transform you into a, a man, man who catch people. I will transform you. You, he said, if you're gonna be altered, you, he said, you're gonna be altered, you're gonna have a, 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 a dramatic change. You're not even gonna, people gonna say, Well, what's wrong with you? You don't even look the same because <laughs> they 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 well, what, what what happened to you with God? All things become new. So, when you make that, he said, you, Your dramatic tra transition change, a, a transformation in your form. And your appearance. There's no way you should still look the same mm -hmm. when you let Jesus in your life. 
You shouldn't talk the same. You shouldn't think the same. You shouldn't even be doing the same stuff. You ain't got to keep on saying, well, do I look the same? I mean, do you think I changed? What, what, uh, you see anything different about No, because they're going to walk up to you and say, hey, I know you've been changed. And then you go back and say, yes, I have. I've been changed by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> you know, so, so when you're going into the deep waters, this is the name of his talk show, Into the Deep. Mm -hmm. When you're going, Pastor Leander, when you're going into the deep, when he's calling you to do something, he's going to change you first. God ain't finna send you out nowhere with a whole bunch of mess, smelling like mess, mm -hmm. carrying a mess on you. That's not God. God wants to give you a change us with purity, change us with love, change us with kindness. Changes with meekness. That's the kind of change God's talking about. So when you go out and catch, you're going out to catch people, God's people. And it will be, it won't be the same residue. Man, you said one thing that when you let God in, you, let you see, you let I seen on TikTok, there was this artist, uh -huh. Everyone knows him. Well, most older people know him. Maze from yeah. Frankie Beverly and Maze. Yeah, you see, <laughs> he had a concert and it was what, what really shocked most people was that at the end of his concert, he invited everyone to Christ. Wow. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. It, that was at a concert. Wow. So it doesn't matter where you are, no matter how old you are, no matter your situation, you can let God into your life now. You, uh, I heard a pastor say, it doesn't matter what you did last night. It doesn't matter what you did before this moment. You can let God in now. Let him in. You see, that's the best thing about God's love. He he he's willing and ready to welcome you back. So if you feel the unction of God, if you want to let God in in this moment, yes, your moment to let God in, you can do so. I feel the fire of God. I feel the fire of God. Uh, the fire of God. I heard you talking about the fire of God, mm -hmm. how it doesn't burn the frame. Right. And, uh, but it does burn the enemy. Mm -hmm. The enemy in us and the enemy that's against us. Right. Because when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in that fire, when they opened the fire, the enemy was burned. Mm -hmm. Right? And they were not touched. But there had to be a level of purity on the inside of them. Right. Oh, Lord. So you, when we go in it, oh, I want the fire of God. But the fire of God is a purification. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it should drive out all the impurities in our lives. That's, you know, and, and I, I was going to say this. We make this excuse, well, I'm not perfect. No. The flesh is not perfect. But the God we serve is. The God we serve is no, we, we don't have to say, hey, to the community, 
I belong to Jesus. They will know by the fruit you bear. This is the part of fruit. You know, I know that God has, has called you from a kid. God called me from a kid. I was six years old in 1967. In Sunday school, my grandmother led me to Jesus at Greater Little Zion Baptist Church. It's Greater Zion now on Cable Street. I was at Oak Grove before we, we went Oak Grove Missionary Baptist Church, a little white church that's uh, over 200 years old, still standing through all the floods, all the floods. Everything around them was just about flooding on Pine Street and Pollard. Mm. And that church is, brother, is still there. That, that, I mean, I mean, the flood came in to the graveyard across the street. But when the hand and the hand of God is on something, you, you said something which you earlier, just a second ago, but you didn't know I had just had that conversation about this building, mm -hmm. about what it looked like on the outside. I just said that earlier today, that the package on the outside can be deceptive, but like going into the deep. Mm -hmm. You might be afraid to go into that deep water because you're not familiar with it. You may not even know how to swim. But when you go deep into the water and the Holy Spirit, into the places of God, into the presence of God, and you, you live in right, you don't have to be afraid. Because that would be hidden treasures that God will reveal, that he will release. And that's what I was talking about this building, about what it looks like on the outside. And people want to pass by it, but what's packaged mm -hmm. on the inside who is the glory of God. Miracles and signs and wonders, people's lives are being changed instantly that have allowed their hearts to be open to the things of God. They come in with an expectation to be changed. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing people with days, not weeks, not months, days walk in, one walk in with a walker, and then, then the next few, the next week of cane, and then the next week she ain't got no cane and she ain't got no walker, and then the next week she got high heels on. God is in the changing business. Transform, he said, immediately. Mm -hmm. They drop everything and follow Jesus. And we want to hold on. I hear you, Holy Ghost. We want to still hold on to things that God wants us to let go of. And God said, I've been asked you to let go of that. But you still holding on to it, so you, 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 do, and nobody else. You know, I hear people say, "Well, they, you, somebody might delay you, or you might be delayed." Delaying nobody, they delaying themselves, because this is an individual walk. Mm -hmm. This is an individual relationship, and what happens in Mary is because of way Mary spent time with her God. What happens to, with this powerful platform that you have set with excellence? Mm -hmm. That's the, the because it's birthed out of a relationship with God. I know your life. I know how you walk with God. I know how people have misunderstood you. And I would fight for you quietly without you knowing. Don't put your mouth on him. Because of what's inside of you. What your 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 surrender to God. Anybody, and I say anybody can't be on your platform. Mm -hmm. 
You got to seek the Lord who you use to release their, their vocal, vocal, their mouths, excuse me, the words out of their mouths, out of their spirit. Because some people get on your platform because God called you into the deep, called you a visionary, called you to do the things of God. And they'll get on here and speak death, kill your dream. And next thing you know, it's gone. You don't know why. So it's important that we know who we're allowing. God is telling you dream and visions of who he wants. Mm -hmm. Seek the Lord. Because he's calling you into the deep. And what I see tonight, and I love it because I was like, ooh, I don't know, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? I need to, I'm going to try to help you do this. <laughs> I didn't have to help you do nothing. Because God had already set it up. When I walked in here and the way you said, I said, oh, Lord, okay, okay, okay. But I yielded. I didn't fight you because guess what? I understand delegated authority mm -hmm. i understand that this is your platform it may be in my church it may you may be on a pastor campus pastor on my leadership but this is your platform of course we got order but i'm still going to submit to your platform that's all i ain't finna bombard you i'm not finna reject you i'm not finna say don't do this because i know it's from god but god said to you lunch out into the deep He's saying to somebody on here today, if your heart not right, it ain't, it ain't nobody else holding us up. It's our relationship with God. What we hiding in our heart. He said, the man look at the outward appearance. But God knows what's in the heart. And he said, your fruit will remain, Pastor Lee. That's how you know is God. Your fruit will remain. Your, your faithfulness in this house, when you walked in here from a broken state and look at you now, masters, go get, I don't know, probably gonna have a doctrine. I don't know what all you're doing. He, he, one, uh, Pastor Sharon Thibodeau, she'll probably see this. She told me the other day, Pastor Mary, is that all your, uh, your, uh, uh, <laughs> all that on that wall, do they blow to you? All those credentials? I said, no, that's Pastor Lee. <laughs> That's Pastor Leander. I got some credentials, but it ain't like his. But he motivated me to go back to school. Because we were in our office working, 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 working. And he working, he do his homework. He working, he do his homework. And I was sitting in my desk one day and say, oh, my God, I got to go back to school. Oh, Lord, I got to go back to school. <laughs> so I didn't tell him when I joined and went to the deep. I didn't tell you right then. I waited till I think maybe the second semester or something. <laughs> and I say, walked into the office. You remember that day? Mm -hmm. And I said, you motivated me to go back to school. And I graduate in December with my associate's degree in arts and general ed. And then I'm going for my bachelor's. Because guess what? I'm 61. He's a young kid under me. But you got to listen. Because God sent people to you to help transform your life. I probably, and we, we, it don't just take one. I have, I know that I've imparted things into your life, but you've imparted things in my life. And that's how the church should be. He said, we should love one another. We should encourage one another. We don't fight. Me and this man ain't never had an argument. In about eight years, you've been here about eight years. Mm -hmm. Well, he's been in church eight years, and we've never had an argument. 
I don't even think we had a disagreement. And if I ask him something, and he's a Navy man, all right? Okay, because I was saying some Marines, and he, hey, I ain't no Marine, I'm a Navy man. He understood, not that I was a woman, but he understood the anointing on my life. And I thank you for that. And I thank you for the opportunity to let me be first on your platform. And let me be the voice, a voice. And you launching me out into the deep. Because I had this dream, but it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yes. We talked about it. We both had the same dream. We always have the same stuff. I'd be like, where you get that from? My God just told me that. Already. But I'm honored because John 4 19, we got to love one another. Because God first loved us. Man. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So that is taking a dive. And if you was reading the bottom of the screen, we went from taking a dive into treasure hunt. We went from jump, getting into the water yeah. and finding out what God wanted us to find. Amen. So this is Into the Deep. We, we're we're going to be streaming live on Facebook every Tuesday at 6 p.m. We come out, invite others to this live, invite others to get inspired, and invite others to get into the deep. Yeah. If you miss it on right. Tuesday nights, we're going to do a rebroadcast on YouTube. Uh, I'll send out some more links. Um, if you would... If you would like to receive salvation and you don't know how, you don't know what to say, you don't know what where to go, all you have to do, it, it says in Romans chapter 9, all you have to, Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10, is all you have to do is confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died for your sins. That he, he was risen from the grave. That he's your Lord and Savior. That he saved you from sin. And that he has, he has authority in your life. You see many people think about the Savior part. But we don't talk about the Lord part. Oh, that authority. The Lord. See we as Americans. We don't understand Lord. Because we don't. We have a president. We have governors we have mayors but a lord god gave me this a landlord when you're renting a house from a landlord you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to worry about fixing anything all you have to do is call your landlord everything is on the landlord so when you allow god as lord of your life you're saying lord i'm taking i'm giving you ownership of my life I'm giving you ownership. If there's a problem in my life, I'm coming to you. If there's something wrong in my life, I'm coming to you. If there's a, if he also gave me this, if there's a like for hurricanes, right? If FEMA or Red Cross deems the house unfit and they reward some money, they don't give it to the occupant, they give it to the landlord. He said, now, many people say, okay, I don't want, I want the reward. I don't want the Lord in my life over that. But 
what God is saying, if you make me Lord of your, your life, yeah. if you come to me when there's something wrong, if you yeah. come to me if you having a problem, if you even if you give me the glory when it's when you're feeling good, like when you get a new job, you say, God, thank you for this new job. When you give it, get a new house, God, thank you for this house. When you get a car, thank you for this car. You're giving God authority over your, over your life. So you confess with your mouth. You believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. He has ownership and authority of your life. So. You want to tune in next week, next Tuesday, as we have a new guest host. You don't want to miss it's Pastor Giant and Karen Acevedo of Destiny Church in Orange, Texas. You don't want to miss what God is doing on Into the Deep. Come out and be a part and get inspired and invest, invest your time. Get inspired and get into the deep. I want to thank all y'all for being a part of what God is doing. Good night and be blessed.
reason, but you don't know what you don't know. And you'll never have peace 